0: hello everyone welcome back to another episode of film with cj my name is cj my pronouns are they them as always i'm coming to you a week later to review a film by my favorite director favorite producer jordan peele his new movie nope which came out this past friday july 22nd i saw it opening day um at a matinee time because i'm i'm not paying those non-matinee movie prices you feel me nope was in my opinion a pretty significant departure to the feel of his other films um other three or four however you want to look at it some people consider Candyman to be one of his films some people don't um because it wasn't solely written produced and directed by him um I don't know I still think Candyman had a very Jordan Peele feel and I could tell that he was very much involved in bringing that movie to life um so I consider it one of his films so I feel like nope was a significant departure um in in feel um to his other three films including candy man and here's why i mean i'm gonna t- i'm gonna use the whole episode to talk about why first let's get into what this movie is about um it was very intentional for any of the trailers any of the media coverage any anything that was put out about this movie to be very cryptic and vague um you couldn't really tell what it was about it was kept very much under wraps um even in even like in the two weeks leading up to the movie where they were doing a ton of press a ton of promo um still no indication as to what this movie was about um but I will give a very bare-bones synopsis. It's just... It's a UFO movie. It's a UFO movie with a little bit of a deeper theme uh, or, and or message. That being said, I do believe this movie was incredibly original. I Even though UFO movies are not anything new by any means, I couldn't guess where this movie was going to go. Um... And in 2022, I feel like that is a hard thing to do. I feel like there are only a few directors that are doing something new and original every time they put something out. And I think Jordan Peele is one of them. And I think um, Guillermo del Toro is one of them. I think um, Christopher Nolan is one of them. Those three guys, every time they put something out, it is original as fuck. You can never guess where it's going to go. It's it's something that you haven't really seen before. It challenges you. It makes you think about the movie for a while after you leave the theater. And that is what I... That's what I fucking like to see. That's hard to do in 2022. There were a lot of things in this movie that I just wish were done better or wish were different. And... I I don't know, like I'm. It kind of hurts me to say that because <laughs> I have been just such a huge fan of Jordan Peele, and I and I am still. But I think this one, I think this film was his weakest film, and even though I think it's his weakest film, I still think it's better than ninety percent of the movies that have come out this year. So even though I think it's like lower on the totem pole for Jordan Peele, it's still way better than you know, the the masses. He's still, you know, he's still up here where the majority are down here. You feel me? So I say this with love because I know he can be better. And I sound like a parent when I say that. But it's true. Um, The casting. Big fan of Daniel Kaluuya. Big fan of Kiki Palmer. And I don't know who Brandon Perea is. But this is the this is the first time I've I've seen him in a movie. I don't think that Brandon Perea was the best cast for this, for that role that he was playing. I, like I just don't think that he was very good, um, in in it. And I only say that because. Casting in Jordan Peele movies has historically been top-notch. Like, every single fucking person has been stellar in these past movies that have come out. I I I didn't get it from Brandon Perea. And, like, maybe this was his first, like, real, like, big thing that he's ever done. And, like, if you're working with Jordan Peele, obviously I would be nervous as fuck. But, I don't know. I think there were, there could have been, like, some other people who could have played that role better um because he was kind of like awk in some parts of the movie um I also don't understand why Barbie Ferreira was in the movie or her role in general I think it was completely unnecessary she didn't serve any purpose other than standing there and eating chips like maybe she was comedic relief in the movie because his other movies have kind of had, you know, comedic relief portions um, in it. So it's not all horror, all scariness all the time. Maybe that was her role, but she was literally only in the movie for like 30 seconds and all she did was stay in there and eat chips. I mean, good for her for getting paid to do that. That's a dream. But like, I just, I don't see the point of having that in the movie. One of my other biggest gripes with this movie is that I think, and I think this is a reflection of the writing, I'm always going to talk about writing, but the characters in this movie seemed so detached from reality. Like, I really, there were some scenes in the movie that should have freaked them out so much And they literally just left the, left the farm and like went and ate at a restaurant. And like, we're just chilling. Which I, what? They were just chilling. Like, not, not scared. Not like, yo, what the fuck just happened? That's crazy. We just saw a UFO. Like, what the heck? No. No. They just went to a diner and, like, had a meal and were just chilling. They were like, all right, bro, you want to just, like, go over to my apartment and play with my VR headsets now? Why? Why? Why was Why was that written in the movie? Because it wasn't funny. Like, it wasn't like, I was like, ha ha. Even, it wasn't even like a tongue-in-cheek moment. It was like what is going on? Because of that, there was a lack of character development that I'm just so used to seeing in his other movies um, that I really missed. And I just wish they had spent more time on that. I know this was, I don't think this was a very long movie. Like, I think it was around, like, close to two hours. Um, I could be wrong, but it didn't feel long at all. It kind of felt short, actually. Um, so I don't know. I just wish there was a little bit more character character development, backstory, what have you. I don't know how much you can do that in a UFO movie. So I'm trying to, you know, give some grace to that because I've never made a UFO movie. But I just kind of miss that is all I'm saying. The third act in this movie, I feel, is where it fell apart. It started to fall apart for me. And I think it was just all these things that I've talked about before just coming to a head. Um, You could really see the flaws in, like, the casting. Um, I just... I don't know. I've never seen Kiki Palmer in a scary movie before. And, like... I just don't think that that's her niche. Uh primarily, I think she's very much like a happy-go-lucky, spunky, charismatic, witty girl in real life and like in the th- in in she hasn't really done like movie movies before. So like where we've seen her elsewhere has been like talk show host. Um you know, a judge on reality TV, um, hosting an award show, um, you know, on Nickelodeon when she was younger. So, like, those things where she can really just be, like, carefree, spunky, funny, like, her natural self is where we've seen her. And, like, I don't think the scary movie genre is particularly her niche. I'm not saying that she's a bad, bad actor, but I don't think that, like, she fits seamlessly into it um I could just tell like in the third act like she was trying really really hard like she was kind of like struggling on the ground as like a part of the movie and she was doing all these like "Eh, eh, eh, eh," like every time she moved and it's like we don't we don't need that like we can see that you're struggling you don't have to like make a sound every time you're moving Because that's not really how we would do it in real life. Like, I know there are a lot of things that, like, don't translate as easily to the screen. So you have to kind of, like, over-exaggerate so people understand. I just don't think that that was one of them. On top of that, Brandon Perea started to get corny. um, And I think that was just, you know, a result of, again, bad writing for his role. Um, And this movie was not scary, like, I was not scared at any point in this movie, so I think that, and with characters being detached from reality and bad writing, I, it the movie just kind of fell apart. It started off so strong, and by the end, I was kind of like, damn... I was disappointed, kind of. Actually, very disappointed. I also just wish this movie spent more time on Stephen Young's character. Um, he wasn't necessarily a quote-unquote, like, bad guy. I think he was a reflection of humanity as a whole. Um, and I'll get it into, like, some of the themes that I noticed in this movie later on in the episode, but... Or maybe next. Um, but I just, like... For him to be kind of, like, the central antagonist of the movie, I don't think he, they spent that much time on him. Um, obviously, the the UFO was also, like, the antagonist, but... There was no, like... Obviously, like, we... Like, we as the audience can only understand so much about the UFO. We can only understand it through the viewpoint of the other characters in the movie. So for Steven Yun's character to be the one that had spent the most time around the UFO and us not even really getting to know him as much just left it feeling a little bit empty to me. Like oh, we could have understood so much more had this movie spent more time on his character. For me, I felt like this movie's overarching theme was humanity's obsession with domestifying, domestic, sorry, I don't know why I said domestifying, domesticating everything. Um, From animals to plants to everything to serve us. Um, And particularly going beyond just domesticating and making it a spectacle, Um, which is very clear in this movie through multiple, I don't know, I think it was reinforced in multiple areas. Number one, we're talking about horses, horse farmers. Number two, we're talking about theme parks, which, you know, traditionally have animals. There's all these pictures and, like, posing and everything. Um, you have to pay to get in. It's like, you know, you sit and watch a show with everything that's going on. Um, I'm trying to talk about this without giving any away any spoilers. Um, there's the notion of calling the UFO, um, viewers, um... And also just everyone being obsessed with catching footage of the UFO on camera and selling it for money for the quote unquote Oprah shot that was mentioned a couple times in the movie. And I almost forgot to say this, but the whole Gordy arc um using the, the chimpanzee and like the how they tried to domesticate the chimpanzee and give it its own talk show with a human cast and we saw how well that went um and now it's being trying to be replicated through a ufo and human relationship i also went on reddit after i'd watched this maybe just to see what people were talking about post seeing it and a lot of people said that the alien in its final form looked like a camera and shutter which also reinforces that spectacle viewer um, idea or theme that was present in the movie. I'm not really well-versed in photography to know that, but I'm just going to trust that people on Reddit are because everyone who's on Reddit is a nerd in something. So take that as you will. It, it, it does look kind of like strange, um, like a very particular form. So, I don't know. It makes sense to me. One thing that I thought was particularly particularly interesting about this movie was it did take something from real life that has happened and put it in the movie. There is a woman in real life who tried to domesticate a chimpanzee and was brutally attacked by that chimpanzee and maybe I'll link actually I don't think I will link the video um in the description cuz it can be kind of graphic and she was um being interviewed by Oprah and Oprah's line of questioning was kind of fucked so I'm not going to link it but if you do a little research on Google you'll find it for sure um even if even if you're on Reddit you'll find it so Look at it if you want to. Um, But there is a woman who was attacked by a chimpanzee after she tried to domesticate it. And she had a very particular look. She was dressed a very particular way. And Jordan Peele recreated her look and the way that she dressed in the movie with a particular character who um, was in the movie for maybe five seconds. But it's just a cool little tidbit, cool little Easter egg to find... Um, That it was based on something that really happened. And it also adds to that that theme of domesticating, spectacle, what have you. Let's get into some reviews, shall we? We have 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, 4 out of 5 on IndieWire, 76% on Metacritic, 2.8 out of 5 stars on Google reviews. Wow. Wow. I'm going to read one of the one-star reviews just to see what people are saying negatively about it first. This person said, We should have said nope to seeing this piece of crap. This was by far the worst movie I've ever seen. It had no direction and was all over the place. Very hard to follow. The character development was confusing and brief Kiki being a lesbian was irrelevant, but to throw in a quick flirt at the store was for what? To ensure you remembered? And seriously, all the profanity was virtually unnecessary. I guess it was for emphasis, but for Kiki, it seemed contrived and fake. For me, it was impossible to figure out what genre of movie this was supposed to have actually been. I don't know if it was a comedy, a drama, a cowboy flick, horror, a thriller, or sci-fi, then it jumps around for no apparent reason to pass scenes that have ob- absolutely nothing to do with nothing. And why was a filmmaker watching animals eating each other? I mean, I'm scratching my head. So many questions, so little relevance. Too many flaws in this disaster film, I can't even name them all. Even the titles warning you not to see this movie. I mean, what more do you need? There are usually hidden real-life messages in movies, but for the life of me, I can't figure out what the message was in this one, or even if there was one at all. I didn't want to see it because I knew from the previews it sucked. But my significant other did. He was sorely disappointed and so were people sitting around us. I'm guessing for this one, the opening dollar amount will be from people who are fans of Jordan Peel and thought this movie would just be as great as Get Out and Us. But those numbers will be deceiving if you believe they signify this as being a good movie. Do better, hashtag Jordan Peel. We expected more from you. Shaking my damn head. This is kind of what I feared would happen when I saw this movie. The connections between, like, what's happening on screen and the themes are not that strong. So I think there are a lot of people who came away from this movie being like, this did not make any sense. There was nothing. There was no message. There was no theme. It just was kind of all over the place. And I, like, I get it. I get it. Just because, but I don't know. Sometimes I feel like people who create art shouldn't have to um, make sure that the masses get it. However, I feel like there are a lot of people who didn't get this film. Um, And so I kind of have to be like, okay, it could have been better. It definitely could have been better. This person said, hello, I would like to assert that the majority of one star takes that I've read under this post take issue with the fact that certain characters die or stay alive, or they grossly misinterpret artistic intent slash lack of critical analysis skills and their frustration has led them to the conclusion that this is a bad movie. It is not. This is a great example of a unique spin of old themes and not in the way that one would expect walking into a sci-fi movie like this. Kiki Palmer shines and needs an Oscar. On the chance that there are some better performances than Palmer before next year's Oscars, I can guarantee none of those performances would come as close as Palmer does to playing an actual person. Brandon Pereira could have used a little more love, and it does feel like some of his scenes with Barbie Ferreira were, were cut for time, which is completely fine as it doesn't distract from the overall plot at all and does little to affect his character's personal growth. Daniel Kaluuya is firm and stoic. He's clearly position- positioning himself for somehow even larger leading man opportunities. Stephen Yeun has never not overdelivered in whatever role he's been given, even if he grabbed too small a slice. What stands out apart from all this are, are Peel's choices as a director. The visuals are stunning, and his sense for creating tension and legitimate visceral fear are a combination of his, of his unique, innate talent and a love letter to horror movie directors of the old days. He's a true master of his craft. On a scale of 10, I would give this movie a 9. But if the scale's only to 5, I'm rounding up the grade for good behavior. Okay, so this person d- pointed out what I was saying about Brandon Pereira. I just, like, Brandon Pereira and Barbie Ferreira um, just, I don't know, needed a little bit more, more zhuzhing, more, I don't know what it is, but they just weren't doing it for me. I do think the visuals Ah, I don't know. Were the visuals stunning? Stunning? I don't think so. I don't think so. A very or- original form for an alien for sure. For sure. And I I will tip my hat off to that. Um it definitely had kind of like a a jaws feel. In the sense of like, you don't see the monster, the quote unquote monster, until the end. Although I felt like Jaws did a much better job of building up suspense and fear until until you actually see the monster. And I know that was Jordan Peele's intent um, to like build up the fear without actually seeing the monster until the end, um, because you can feel like a lot... As an audience member, you can feel like a lot has happened in a movie when actually not much has happened just because you're so consumed and preoccupied with the fear. Um, so I, I, I believe I watched an interview where he was saying that. He was, like, wanting to create that fear and not necessarily um, drown the movie in so much plot, like, so much, so many things happening. I do think that there is a little bit of truth to what this person is saying, that people are misinterpreting, um, the intent, or aren't really viewing this from, like, a critical lens, um, or are just not grasping, um, the fact that there are there that this that there is a particular theme being reinforced at multiple points throughout the movie although like i said i think there are other things that are distracting people from being able to deduce the theme here number 1 like i said the writing the writing is distracting how poor it is is distracting Again, I just don't think that the connections were strong enough for a lot of people to make those connections, and so they're just writing it off as a bad movie, which I don't think you should do, but I can see why people are doing it. I can understand. This person said, brilliant, such a creative take on what could have been a typical alien flick. The characters were likable, very intense scenes involving the UFO, and the humor was fitting. I prefer this over us, but Get Out still reigns supreme but I see them all as individual pieces of art, each with a unique unique take on the horror genre. Anytime I hear about a new Jordan Peele movie, I'm going to see it. They're just fun and captivating. That's what you want when you go to the movies. This held my attention from start to finish. The beginning is a slow burn for character development, but once it gets along, it doesn't stop. I'm still in shock by the animal scene and in awe by the twist. I'm not entirely sure what this person is referring to by the twist. I don't, think there was a twist in this movie. Um, Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, I just felt like I wanted this movie to go further. I just, I wanted it to go a little bit further in the writing, a little bit further in the character development, a little bit further in the scariness, even the gore. I wanted it to go further. I just, like, it, it needed... I just needed more overall. I wanted more overall, um, and I didn't get it. And so now I'm disappointed. I I, I like the theme. I think the theme is important, um, and like to be able to put that theme into a horror movie is actually really cool. Um, and on top of that, I would actually retracting. I wouldn't say it's a horror movie, but a thriller movie, I guess. Um, and on top of that, make it about aliens. That's that's a job well done. That is complicated and difficult. I wouldn't think that anyone would be able to do that. I wouldn't even think to put those concepts together and for that I'd tip my hat again. But as far as it goes as a movie as like the the tacticalness of putting it together I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't as good as his other movies. It just wasn't And for that, I give it a 6 out of 10. Original, but it just wasn't really done as well as I would like. And that's all I'll say. Judging by these reviews, though, it doesn't seem like I'm the only one who was kind of underwhelmed by this movie. I also saw on Reddit some people were like, I don't know about this one. So, maybe I'm not in the minority. I do feel like what I'm saying might be controversial amongst the black community so don't hate me but that's just that's just where I'm at with it anyways I absolutely do think it's still worth seeing anything Jordan Peele puts out is worth seeing so go see it go support my mans and uh, I'll talk to y'all soon with another movie review I don't know if it'll come out next Thursday or another Thursday because I can't promise anything to y'all in here anymore Bye!